Hey guys and welcome to today's episode of Give It The Beans. I'm coming to you off the back end of PCA York, which actually is in Hull, um, but Hull is in Yorkshire. So there's the link, there's the confusion. Um, what a fucking weekend it was. Gregor and Chris, going again, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, go check out um, Prep Coach UK and you'll see that uh, they came first and second and this sort of prompted this episode and it's not an episode that I have um, done before but it's something that I thought why not talk about it because something that we sort of spoke about a lot over the weekend and I think that those results um, Chris coming first, Gregor coming second meant a hell of a lot to those guys because they are natural athletes and they were competing in an untested fed so let me fill you in um, for anyone that's not within the UK there is a handful of natural federations in the UK. You have, and not all of them will uh, recognise men's physique as a category. So UK FBA are one, BMBF are another. But however, BMBF don't recognise men's physique. WNBF are another one. Uh, then you've got NPA, which is kind of new and um, new and up and coming, really. But the main ones, I suppose, are men's physique athletes. The natural ones are. Um, UKFBA and United Kingdom Drug Free Bodybuilding Association and WNBF World Natural Bodybuilding Federation UK. And that's kind of it. So if you're a natural athlete, you maybe are limited to just and, and if you say hey I just want to um, to do, you know, natural shows then it's just uh, you just got two federations that you could choose from. And if you are a, an assisted athlete the the, the federations you can do are so vast you know what I mean there there's a, an endless list really within the UK a solid like five or six fairly popular um ones that you can do and I guess what a lot of um natural athletes uh, I guess wonder at the start of their journey is uh, would I do okay in a in an untested fed going up against you know competitors that take steroids or fat burners or whatever and let me just hold my hands up and say like I am um, assisted you know I have been my whole competitive career uh, I've never competed naturally uh, I have a huge found, uh, found respect for people that do it naturally I take my hat off to you guys because all you have is, is hard work and your diet you know I, I as a, an assisted athlete you know I had I had drugs I had fat burners I had things to speed up my metabolism and whatnot. Um, so when you, I, I guess when I see natural athletes get in stage condition, it's um, just it's more impressive in my opinion. But um, yeah, so Gregor, uh, a client of mine, we've worked together since twenty twenty. Really, uh, we were doing a prep before it got shut down due to COVID. He came back twenty twenty one, competed. He actually at that point had only done untested feds. He competed locally in Scotland uh, at um, IBFA shows, and he then competed in a Tubo show in twenty twenty one. So the IBFA shows when he was junior, twenty twenty one actually was when he was junior as well. He competed in Tubos and he only did one show, and he did incredibly well. A couple of firsts and a third. Uh, the third was in a novice category with like thirteen fourteen guys, and he placed third against guys that were much bigger than him. Um, and then Chris, this past weekend, this was his first ever uh, untested fed. And this this show for Chris really wasn't on the radar. Um, I had suggested 
him to do it and to jump in because I was already going with Gregor anyway and at the time another uh, client who unfortunately had to drop out um, so I said to him look you could jump in my car so if you're not familiar with the United Kingdom where I stay Dundee is like north on the island and then Glasgow is a little bit south like an hour and 20 minutes south so Chris stays in Glasgow I was like look Chris me and Gregor are going to leave from Dundee we'll pick you up in Glasgow and then we'll head down to, to Hull um, so he said, "Yeah, fuck it." I'm glad he did because I, I mean, I've done, I've done this for a while, right? So I kind of know what the likes of PCA are looking for. And PCA, in my opinion, is the most consistent judging I've ever really seen um, across all federations in regards to what they want. Uh, the judges are very, very consistent um, versus other federations. So it's why I, I always put athletes in in those shows, but. I wouldn't have suggested it, and this is kind of leading me to this this podcast, I wouldn't have suggested it unless I thought that both Gregor and Chris would do incredibly well. Because, of course, they go into that show with uh, an unfair, um, it's a, an unfair playing field, you could say. Because usually, people that take steroids or assistance are naturally, you know, not naturally, they are um, typically bigger, harder, drier, etc, etc but and here's a big but the men's physique criteria is the men's physique criteria regardless of whether you're natural or whether you're assisted right and the look that they want in award in PCA or any federation is very, um, very apparent so with Gregor, I knew that Gregor going into this show was going to do well because he'd already done well in an attested fed before that in fact, Gregor probably felt a lot more pressure doing the natural show two weeks ago because it was a level playing field and because there was probably an expectation or a pressure that he put upon his own shoulders to do well, having done well in Untested Feds before. But for, for Chris uh, Rendell, you know, there, was, there wasn't a lot of expectation going into this um, because you know, his mindset was, you know, people taking steroids and I'm going against them. However, I, try, I reassured him, I went, look, be confident. He'd been pipped a couple of times in that shows by guys with a naturally little smaller waist, and then I just said to him, "Look at PCA. I went. They like guys with a bit that are, that are kind of dense and blocky, like Chris is. Uh, and and when he came out, it was it was fucking boom. It was apparent he was the winner. And to see both those guys, they came out, and in the first calls, get moved, you know, to center stage or, or right beside center, uh, was incredibly, uh, I guess." fulfilling and joyful to be part of that moment and to see how much it meant on both those faces um both were, were, were very emotional kind of coming off stage and uh, naturally to be expected you know those emotions are, are there to be felt i uh, i i cry like a baby <laughs> every time i come off stage uh, regardless of the result well i think even more so i i'd say i get more emotional when i win and when i lose i'm like oh fuck right okay move, move on but the wins they get me right in the in the fields, but I want to do a podcast on, you know, can you compete as a natural in an untested federation? And I think the answer is yes, but it's kind of going to be subject to um, circumstance and class that you do. So let's think about the classes that don't require you to be um, overly muscled and overly conditioned. And the first one that would spring to mind would be bikini, right? Also, you could include in that tone figure. 
Now, I don't think that every person that's a natural could compete in an untested fed. I think that there are certain individuals that are genetically gifted and genetically blessed that have maybe um, spent the years that are required to add the muscle, but also just can get in condition uh, naturally without the use of obviously any fat burners. I think those individuals can 100% compete in untested feds and can do, whether it be a PCA, an NFM, UK, you know, IBFA, whatever it is, I think that they can compete across the board and do incredibly well as long as the judging is fairly consistent. If you are a natural individual who, number one, hasn't put in the years, and number two, is maybe not as genetically blessed and gifted in your ability to get lean or, or add muscle mass, I think you struggle. And that's not for me to say that you can't do it. However, this is a sport, of course, right? And it's just, in, any, in any sport, we want competition. We always compete to win and do the best we can. If anyone tells you they compete just to take part, they're a fucking liar. I used to say that years ago. I was a fucking liar. I wanted to win. Everyone wants to win. So if you were the latter and you struggled, um, you know, just naturally a bit softer and weren't quite as big, but you hit, I, I really want to do loads of shows, my suggestion to you guys would be to be really selective with the federation also the qualifier the time of year that you compete and what I'm getting at is that I would pick uh, a regional that wasn't busy and was maybe perhaps the standard wasn't quite as high bollocks to that Vaughn is what you're going to say fuck that Vaughn no I want I want to compete against loads of people and I want to do well right I get it we all fucking say that but let's be realistic here if we're if you're very realistic with where you're at and you know it's maybe not to the you know if you're going against people that take steroids and use fat burners, um, go into a, a regional, maybe middle of the summer. Don't choose um, a PCA Yorkshire, a PCA Manchester, a PCA Birmingham like those guys chose at the weekend, but they, they're different, and I'll get into that in a second. Um, choose, you know, let's say uh, if it's bikini tone figure, you're natty, um, choose a, a UK UP show. Choose a a smaller NFM UK show, um, an IBFA. I would say NABA for tone figure. Definitely not not bikini at NABA because they like girls really, really soft. Well, that might actually go in your favour if you're on the softer side. However, let's um, go back to the, the, the example of, well, what if you are incredibly gifted? What if you're blessed with a good metabolism, good genetics, you, you get lean fairly easy, you add muscle mass, you know, over time very, very well. Do you have to be selective? What can you do? Well, let's take Gregor and Chris as an example. Like Gregor and Chris have probably both been training uh, for at least you know six years plus. They've been dedicated to getting as much muscle as they can in their off season and pushing their body weight up to you know extremes, uh, being uncomfortable, getting really fucking strong, and then embracing the diet, embracing the suck, and kind of pulling down the opposite end of that, whether they're recomping or they're prepping. Now, those guys at the weekend were naturals. They jumped in one of the harder qualifiers for PCA of the year. Um, it was not uh, simply a federation that was you know lower tier and a and a and a regional that was quieter. It was a regional that is two weeks before the British finals. A regional that is arguably um, 
alongside any of the shows in September, uh, one of the hardest regionals in in the PCA calendar. And uh, they went and they they you know they did incredibly well. And uh, that um, yeah, it was a great moment. And I said to them both, uh, particularly Chris, I said, I never want you to limit in your mind where you think you can compete again. I says because what you've both pr- proven to yourself is that you guys are two legitimately the best, one of the you know a couple of the best men's physique natty amateurs within the not just the country but within the United Kingdom. And um, I guess that was a bit of a powerful statement, or it is a powerful statement, but it's something I truly believe in. It's backed up to go do that, and the, you know they both qualified for the PCA British Finals, and it was not on the radar, not something we discussed. And I said to them both, "When you think you guys need to seriously consider doing this, because I think that you're doing incredibly well. If you if you're doing the regional two weeks before the the uh, the finals, and you are winning or coming second, you know you're right there on the cusp of what they want and the standard that they are looking for at the um, the British Finals." So to, to them, I said, the the door's open now uh, to to show up in any federation um, across the United Kingdom at any time of the year and to be in the mix and to do to do well. You know, let's remember that Chris Rendell's season this season so far was two seconds in natural shows and then a first and an untested one. For anyone out there who's a natural who, again, is blessed with some good genetics and hard work, um, use him and use Gregor as uh, motivation to to what you can, um, what you can do. Really, it was a show though where the the short guy, the short winner. So the short winner was a guy called Josh Grogan, who's natural WMBF pro, and then Gregor was second to him, and then the junior body, the junior men's guy was a natural. So in the overall, you literally had three out of four guys were natural, and then the junior guy won, which I thought was incredible. Um, for for natural bodybuilding. Um, however, there is a, a, a few other classes I suppose we should discuss and should consider as to whether or not, as a natural, you can do well in a, an, an untested fed. And the one that stands out the most to me, of course, is bodybuilding. Not just bodybuilding, but I guess everything that goes with that as well novice classic uh, there, there's some good um, there's some good really good natural classic guys that are able to do both uh, they'll typically be typically be black guys that are really really thick really dense muscle bellies and they just look shit hot um, and <laughs> they don't need they don't need gear uh, but for the most part and you when you look at the average if you are a natural um, classic or bodybuilder uh, I personally wouldn't chuck you in untested feds, um, mostly because just you just won't be able to compete with the size that these guys will have. Now, of course, there are exceptions. Of course, there are, but please don't be blinded by um, exceptions to then convince yourself that you know if you're not the biggest that oh shit you know you could do well in a in an untested fed. You know there are. Um, you know, four potentially five natural federations here within the UK that you could be competitive in. It's a level playing field where, when you go into the bodybuilding ranks in the likes of the PCAs, the not just the level of conditioning, but the the level of hardness, uh, dryness that these guys have is something that you cannot achieve without drugs. 
you know, the pharmaceutical diuretics, uh, the oral and injectable steroids, uh, they do create a cosmetic effect on the body that is often rewarded because the majority of people have that look, particularly as you go kind of up the level. Yes, okay, you may give me an example of a, um, a summer regional in a kind of smaller federation and say, oh, but Vaughn, those guys aren't as big and not as conditioned. And Okay, yeah, that's fair, but you know, let's remember that the bodybuilding class it often takes years and years and years of hard work for these guys to, to build these balanced physiques with this large amount of muscle mass. And when you include steroids in the mix, these uh, these guys can be way, way bigger and maybe have 20 kilos on you. Now, if you're coming at me and say, Vaughn, but hey, you know, Gregor only weighed 60 kilos on stage and Josh Grogan, who won, uh, was 80 kilos. Well, they're both natural, but there's about five inches difference in height. Right, Gregor's five six, and the winner was five ten. Um, but we're not. That's men's physique, right? Gregor at sixty kilos or sixty two kilos doesn't look like sixty two kilos. You know, you you would not tell by looking at them on stage yesterday that he was given up almost twenty kilos to the winner. You just wouldn't because of his muscle bellies and his surgeons and origins and how dense he is. But if we're speaking specifically about the bodybuilding class, then I think it's different. Like the development that's needed in the legs, the hamstrings, the glutes. It's um yes, of course, conditioning amateur bodybuilding shows win shows, but if all of the people of all of the competitors on stage just are, are a lot denser than you you're just not going to be rewarded in the top three. You maybe get fourth place in a British invite. Um, and I think that kind of goes similar to the Classic. Classic's a, a funny one that across the UK... So this is what happens, right? Guys don't want to do men's physique, but they're not big enough to do bodybuilding. So they jump in Classic when they're not actually Classic. And then you get some regionals where like the five or six guys on stage all show up. None of them are actually classic. They've all got like blocky waists and they more look like bodybuilders, but just they don't want to do like they're not big enough for bodybuilders yet and they're not, you know, men's physique guys. But in general, classic guys, um, there's a there's a significant difference between a men's physique or classic and a bodybuilder. And this is this is why like when you do shows, some federations allow you to do two classes, like do not be surprised or disappointed if you do classic bodybuilding and you do open bodybuilding and you do pish in classic but you do well in open or vice versa like you're, you're either one or the other you're not two and if you try and justify it like oh but i did classic and i was the biggest and hardest guy it doesn't matter classics a specific look just like men's physiques a specific look as well the other categories i guess that we need to discuss would be um athletic figure um trained figure I don't think you know women's physique. I suppose uh, there's not mu there's not really women's bodybuilding in any other federation bar WNBF and maybe BMBF in the tested in the untested realms. There's there's not, but there's definitely athletic figure and trained figure um, and women's physique in the untested feds. Not women's physique. You're only really going to see that. I've seen it at NFM UK. I've seen it at Two Bros, but I've been at UK FBA show and I've seen the the athletic figure girls. Also, you know, I've been at PCA shows and other untested shows, and I've seen athletic figures, and there's a a significant difference between the just the level of muscularity or muscle maturity as well. I guess you could say um, levels of conditioning, hardness, dryness, etc. Because again, these girls typically doing these categories will be using, you know, um, 
oral or injectable steroids, pharmaceutical to diuretics, etc., etc. And uh, and you could look phenomenal and fantastic as a figure athlete and jump in um, an untested fed and just not even get a look. And I think one of the best examples of that, um, you know, bless her, is, is Hannah. Um, many of you will know her on Instagram, very well known, um, very reputable posing coach. I send, send clients her way. Uh, she's a lovely person as well and she looks insane um, and is a natural um, and does well, really well in natural feds and, you know, jumped in a two-bro show there at the weekend um, and just got outmassed and, she, you know, she put, up, she put up an Instagram post and, and kind of said that but her goal wasn't to win, it was just to see how she'd fare and be presentable and I think she did an incredible job but there, there's an example of a, of a, of a lady who's, who's worked meticulously and methodically and worked so hard for so long as a natural um, and as an, an incredible athlete, not getting a look in an untested fed. And that That's where you have to think about it, right? Okay, you know, you're making the investment in competing. Um, competing in likes of an NPC show might be hundreds of pounds. Uh, the travel accommodation, particularly if you're traveling from Scotland down to London, uh, where it's either an eight, nine hour drive or a flight's a few hundred quid. Uh, but the bikini, the makeup, the hair, the tan and all that, you, you need to make a decision of whether, right, okay, do you really want to just go that fed or is it um, better to be smarter? Um, not saying that, you know, Hannah's decision wasn't smart. She wanted to do that and I think I'm um, sure it was that well. But just if you're a first, like I'm talking about, are you a first timer? Are you someone that's not as been as um, experienced in the regards to the years you've done this as an actual or whatever, um, you've got to think about and weigh up all these things. It's not uh, it's not simply a case of, oh, well, so-and-so did it, so it means I can as well. I, I think you see that a lot, particularly in natural bodybuilding. Let's bear in mind, like I'm, I've am i been doing this, I've been putting people on stage since 2017, and with each year that I've done this, the amount of naturals I've worked with has got less and less. And that's nothing, um, that's mostly just due to the fact that I talk about drugs quite openly, um, I speak about them on my stories, on posts, on reels and stuff that quite frequently and I'm very open when I put question boxes up on Instagram. So I will naturally attract people that want to do uh, drugs, you know, want to be assisted, injectable oral steroids, fat burners, diuretics, you name it. So I literally have like five, like not even five natural competitor clients now. However, I have worked with many over the past, some of which have been British champs, more noticeably Chris Rendell two years ago, uh, Tom, who came third in the same class, natural men's physique, Clara, who was actually the natural two bros British champion. So I know what it takes to get there up to a British standard, but um, I'm just speaking from experience and my thoughts of what I'd suggest if you're natural, and of course I've done podcasts that speak about the transition from if you want to be a natural for a wee while and then transition to being assisted, the the things you need to think think about and um, the thought process of implications on health, etc, etc. But as I say, I have a, 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 a new profound level of respect for naturals that I'm not saying I don't have that respect for the ones that are assisted, but the natties don't have any of the drugs, and it was it was wicked. Like you wouldn't, uh, <laughs> I guess you wouldn't have known at the weekend they're natural unless you 
asked them unless they said it was just uh it felt incredible for me to be part of their experience and i knew how much it meant to them both personally emotionally and yeah i you know not just that show every every show i'm at when clients do well but this past weekend was just another reminder how just fucking awesome my job is to be part of those moments because those moments last forever i don't i don't compete anymore but what i do is i coach and i'm every other week i'm part of wins and losses and moments in clients journeys and that to me you could say i'm living vicariously through all my clients I'm living through them as they step on stage and they win and they move to center and they place and they come first or second or whatever it may be and it is incredible and it, and it makes you know that makes the long drives worth it i for me it's a minimum five hour drive anywhere after april but i do it and i do it gladly because i know the fulfillment and joy i get from my my job also the big driver for me is you know providing the life for my family that i want them to have and i will continue to make those trips endlessly to ensure that they have that and i'll, I'll not waver stop until uh, the day that i don't need to which um god knows what the retirement age will be when i'm when i'm getting on but hey i'm, I'm kind of going a little bit off topic here i'm gonna it's been an incredible season so far. It's it's far from done yet. We have some big shows left, more noticeably this weekend, UK FB Finals. You know, uh, the Natty um, tag team duo of Chris and Gregor go again. Unfortunately, this weekend they go against each other because there's only one class. So I told them boys, I said, go win, go in first and second and uh, the, rest, uh, the rest is history. And we've got WMBF Supernaturals. We've got a couple other shows in there. PC UK Open, UIFBB, and Atubro's Natty as well. So, still a lot to go. We're at 97 top threes for the season. Holy shit. Three away from 100. Out of those 97, 52% are still uh, firsts, and 85% are still uh, in the top two. So, out of those 97 results we've had, you know, if you step on stage, eighty-five percent likely with Prepcos UK to get second second place minimum, and I think that's that for me is an incredibly powerful stat that I think I'll probably use quite a lot <laughs> from like a marketing perspective. Um, placing is the goal, of course. Uh, well, is it winning's the fucking goal, of course? And um, but in it, it to be just shy of that eighty-five percent of the time. It, or you know, if we're if we're shy of that eighty five percent of the time, we're second. The only other fifteen were third. Is is uh, is amazing, and I'm just so proud of each and every single one of um, my clients. You know, prep coach UK clients, I mean, you include Ali's as well. Um, how you guys have represented yourself has been phenomenal. How you've represented us has been even better, and I know that um, I speak for Ali too when. You know, I say that you make our job what it is, and our job wouldn't be what it is without you guys. So we just want to say a massive thank you from um, from me from the bottom of my heart. It's it's awesome. If you are thinking about competing next year, whether you're natural or assisted, join the fucking team. You know, I'm gonna give you the whole rig rigmarole. Head over to the website Prepcoach UK, hit the inquire button, 
inquire, drop me a DM on Instagram, say, hey, Vaughn, let's fucking, let's go win some shows and let's just go do it. If you want to know a bit more about me, I can send you over a video that explains about my coaching processes. It's maybe five minute um, uh, screencast video. Or just, look, go, you, you see my Instagram page, you see the winners, drop them a message, ask them what I'm like, ask them what my reply times are like, what I'm like as a coach, and i got no doubts that they'll say nice things. Um, but that is enough for me today, guys. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you have a good day. And remember, give it the big beans, the whole beans, nothing but the fucking beans.